Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of The Imperfect Cheerleader. My name is Jasmine Neely. I am your host and always have been your host. And I'm so glad that you're here because we're going to talk about the top three things to avoid when it comes to your nutrition. So it's the holidays. You all are probably indulging in your favorite holiday treats. Lots of candy and peppermints and lots of cake and brownies and all of the good greasy foods that come with the holiday season right okay and then when it comes to january everybody gets back into their groove and their routine and they try to do best and try to eat well but i want you to start now like why wait until the new year when you can start literally now tomorrow's not promised so start now the the wait okay so what i want you to do let me take a step back i want you to audit your nutrition and i want you to do that now take a look back about you know a couple weeks what have you eaten what do you get at the grocery store what do you eat when you go out how much are you drinking? And I just want to start by saying that, first of all, I am not a nutritionist, y'all. These things that I'm about to share are just, they're facts, but they're also things that I've learned along the way and that I've narrowed in on when it comes to my health and fitness, but especially what I put into my body. Okay, so... First of all, I want you to audit your nutrition. And now let's get into the top three things to avoid. So the number one is added sugars. And this is going to require, all of these actually that I'm going to share are going to require you to really look at your food labels and what you're buying. So added sugar, added sugars are not natural sugars. They are added to enhance the sweetness and texture of the food and it can lead to obesity, diabetes, heart disease, all the things that you really don't want. Those energy drinks that you might drink, yeah, probably contain a ton of sugar, things like juice or added sugar, I should say, juice, soda, sweet teas. Sugar in your coffee can all lead to extreme sugar added to your diet that you can avoid. Now, everything in moderation, right? So if you're drinking a Diet Coke, even a Diet Coke is bad for you. Even, but just because it says diet doesn't mean that it's good for you. But if you're drinking a, a Diet Coke every day or every other day, then that's a problem. And you should probably start to wean off of that. Especially if you're auditioning for a team and you want to be in the best shape as possible. Natural sugars and fruits are fine and even better than just the juice version because the juice version is going to contain a bunch of added sugars, but the actual fruit will contain fiber and fiber keeps us regular and less bloated and the more green, the less bloat you'll have, which is what I found out. So the more green in terms of vegetables that you can eat, the less bloat that you can have. So if you want to 
really look good in your uniform or your outfit for your auditions, then pack on that, that fiber and those greens. So your body doesn't really know the difference between natural and added sugar, but they're both processed the same way. So the difference really lies in how fast your body digests them. So natural sugars are digested more slowly than uh, added sugars. So this can increase, well, added sugars when they're digested because they're digested faster. It can increase a hunger spike and insulin and a spike in insulin levels. And this kind of deter- this kind of explains why you might have a burst of energy after a sugary drink or food. So look at food labels and try not to consume more than 10 grams per serving of added sugars. Now, serving sizes are determined, I want you to know this, by how much one can eat, not how much you should eat. So if one serving size is like three pretzels and you eat a bunch of those pretzels, then you're taking, you're increasing the amount of servings too. And that serving size is just saying how much one can eat and it's not giving you how much you should eat. So don't, you know, take that as you can only eat three pretzels but also don't take it to the other extreme extreme where you were like oh I, this says three I can eat way 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 more than that okay so just keep that in mind about serving sizes okay number two is trans fat so luckily trans fat I feel like by now a lot of people know that it's really not good for you but and in 2020 trans fats actually our fats containing partially hydrogenated uh, oil were banned from being sold by manufacturers, food manufacturers in the United States. But this doesn't really get rid of them forever. If a food or item has half a gram of trans fat or less per serving, then it can still be sold. But it's not always shown on labels because it's such a small amount. But even the smallest amounts of trans fat can be detrimental to your health so the best way to see if there is trans fat is to look at the ingredients and if you say if you see anything that says partially partially hydrogenated i can never say hydrogenated hydrogenated (laughs) hydrogenated oil then girl just don't don't do it But you might be asking, what exactly is trans fat? Because you do have fats that are good for you. Unsaturated fats are good, but saturated fats are bad. Well, not bad, but you should stay away from saturated fats. But trans fats, you should absolutely stay away from those. And you might be thinking, why is it such a problem? And why the heck were they banned? And why were they even, you know, allowed in the first place? Well, there's a couple reasons. (laughs) Trans fat is an artificial oil. It's created during the food manufacturing process and it takes oil that is liquid at room temperature and adds hydrogen to become a solid. So a little chemistry lesson there for you. But the reason why they were ever introduced and why they're so bad is because it saves costs. 
and they were in it was inexpensive and it made food last longer if you ever notice like the packaged cheeses maybe you kept in your refrigerator might look the same if you keep it in there for weeks and months on in and it might actually still be okay to eat that's because those foods are they probably have trans fat in them they probably are highly processed and so actually that's something that I have right now I I for some reason got a bunch of cheese I think I got it for something I was hosting or a party or something and it's been in my refrigerator so don't judge me by the way (laughs) it's been in my refrigerator for like months and the cheese looks the same like it's not it's obviously not fresh cheese because if it was fresh it would have been molded but it looks the exact same like I I'm don't judge me because I should have thrown it out a long time ago. I don't know why I keep, I, see, I keep stuff in my refrigerator for long, but I'm sure I'm not the only one. But it has not molded at all. And it's crazy that it's lasted that long. But that kind of tells you, hey, this is probably highly processed. So pay attention to that. And also look at expiration dates too, just because I have to do that. So I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> but consuming any amount of trans fat, back to that, can increase the bad cholesterol, which causes heart disease and can build up in your bloodstream, causing blocked arteries and, and inflammation. And it could also lead to some cancers. So the moral of the story is to stick to whole, unprocessed foods and natural foods from the earth because there are great ways to stay away from that trans fat. And you can also eat nuts and seeds, which are good options as well. Is Of course, if you're not allergic to those. Okay, number three on what to avoid is tons of processed and greasy foods. So this is, this kind of encompasses the added sugars and the trans fats that we talked about earlier. But let's talk about what process even means. Like when people say processed foods, what does that actually mean? Processed foods are foods that are modified with added salt or sodium, usually lots of it. Sugar or fat, aka trans fats. The foods lose their nutritional value essentially and are overtaken by highly artificial and low nutritional ingredients that make them taste good at the moment and are easy to eat. So like I said, everything mentioned above are considered processed foods, those added sugars, those trans fats. And some to and to some degree all foods are processed, but there are chemicals being added to foods are artificial ingredients with little to no nutritional value and then that's what make that's what makes it an issue. So For example, these are your baked goods, your frozen meals. Yep, I know. They're super convenient. I used to eat them all the time when I went into the office all the time. (laughs) Pre-COVID. They're so convenient, but they are not good for you all the time. It's okay here and there, but I would try to avoid it altogether. Breakfast cereals, instant anything. Yes, equals processed. 
So these are those chemically processed foods. Now, there are foods that are mechanical, mechanically processed, which that includes heating up vegetables, grinding beef, and these don't necessarily make the foods bad for you. They're just altered in a way to enhance the flavor or in a good way, um, you know, the look or the texture of the food. So as long as they're not added chemicals to them then that is is okay so once again stick to the whole foods and not the ones that come in packages anything that comes in plastic mm, be careful (laughs) definitely be careful down that debbie cake line and those chips lines okay okay just try to avoid them maybe you know while that's okay sometimes you should still try to cook your foods and even try to eat raw vegetables sometimes to get all of the nutrients instead of the cooked out nutrients because when you cook vegetables sometimes it strips it of its nutrients so that's all i have I wish you and your family a happy, happy holiday season, and I will be right back here next time for another episode of The Imperfect Cheerleader. Bye for now.